Welcome, family, to another episode of Something to Say. I'm your host, Stan B. In this episode, we're going to be talking about rap indictments and mass shooters. Where do I begin, man? Anyway, if you're ready to hop into it, let's go. Because I got something to say. Welcome, family, to another episode of Something to Say. I'm your host, Stan B. In this episode, man, we got to touch on this whole thing that's going on in hip-hop right now with, you know, artists and, and rappers and whole crews catching Rico charges and all kinds of stuff going on, man. It's just crazy, man. And then uh, we'll touch on a few other things, too. But, man, first let me tell y'all, uh, I'm a little under the weather. Um, had a little incident with my health a couple of days ago. Um, I couldn't breathe, man. Like, you know, and of course, you know, the first thing that I thought was COVID. Um, I, I have access, uh, to a few COVID tests and I went and took the COVID test and I realized I didn't have COVID. Um, but I, I couldn't breathe, man. And that's an awful feeling and not be able to breathe. Um, you know, you're breathing, but you feel like you're not getting the air that you should be getting. And so it actually got to a point where I had to uh, get the ambulance involved and go to the hospital and uh, get breathing treatments and get some medicine and come to find out they took an x-ray. Um, I have, I have bronchitis. So, um, so I'm recovering from that as we speak. So uh, if you hear me sound a little winded or, um, you know, just don't sound myself um, that you might've heard in some other, podcast before that's the reason why you know what i mean but um anyway enough of that um man so anyone who's been following hip-hop um listens to hip-hop and, and all those things we know that an indictment came down on young thug his crew um the record label, what have you, and Gunna, because Gunna is part of part of his record label, part of his crew, um, hit them with RICO charges, fifty six count indictment. Man, 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 and let me tell y'all, um, fifty has said something. Um, I don't know how long long ago this was, but he posted, "I'd rather be charged with a murder." than a RICO charge. And for those of you who don't really know what what the RICO charge is, um, is basically something that was created by the feds to go after those organizations like the mob. That's really where it started from. Um, because the mob is an, is an organ, uh, is a criminal organization. Um, and so it, it was harder to get everybody um, as opposed to one person. Um, so uh, I, I, I kind of learned about it when they hit John Gotti. Anybody know about John Gotti? When they hit, them, hit him with that RICO charge, that man stayed in prison till he died. Okay. So um, he probably wasn't going to get out of prison. That's what the RICO charge is designed to do. Is designed to, at the federal level, lock you up for a very long time um, and with no chance of parole, very slim, 
and basically just end everything for you as opposed to you getting a murder charge and you may have got this murder charge and you might you might be in prison 10 years 15 years and you out you know what i'm saying um you might do 30 and you out but a rico charge man that's hard to beat you got to have some hellified lawyers um and even having some hellified lawyers man they probably gonna tell you plead you know what i'm saying um some other notable brothers who've been in this situation casting over two times right now just pled guilty to a few of his charges um he's looking at five to 60 years for being involved with the a criminal gang organization i guess this was his gang i'm not sure um also um six nine as we know you know he he bailed on his peoples and you know um rolled over on that on them charges he was facing like 70 years you know um that's what that rico charge is designed to do you know either you're gonna take it standing up or you're gonna get on your knees and, and and beg for some mercy you know but either way it go you're gonna do some time and um and that's gonna be that you know what i'm saying so this young thug thing um man I, I be feeling for some of these dudes and then on this on another level i don't you know what i mean i do because i i i don't wish death or jail prison on anybody i've never been personally i've been in jail but i've never been in prison you know what i'm saying um i never had to do 10 15 5 you know 50 <laughs> years months weeks you know what i'm saying um i never had to do that so i don't know what that's like and i ain't trying to go so i can try to keep myself out of situations that does that don't put me there where i have to deal with that type of situation um you know, I, now I will say I'm a hip hop fan, man, and I'm not really a fan of a lot of dudes um, because that's not my, you know, to be honest with you, a lot of these dudes, that's not my brand of hip hop. You know what I mean? Um, some people I can feel some of these songs, some of the stuff they may say, but I'm not really feeling everything they put out. You know what I mean? It's just, just not my cup of tea and that's just what it is. Um, you know, everything ain't for everybody. So it is what it is. But, um, you know, with, with him, what, what, what I, what I'm understanding with his situation is these indictments and this, this investigation goes back to like 2013, 2014, you know, um, you know, you have to be conscious of the stuff that you're putting out. I know this is music, and on one hand, the, the the contradiction to me is people say, well, you know, you don't chastise Stephen King when he come out with a movie about, you know, uh, horrifying and violence and this and that, da, 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 da. Okay, we know that to be fiction, right? We know that to be entertainment, okay? And so at the same token, the guys who rap, a lot of you guys... Um, you, you'll be offended if someone felt like what you were saying was just entertainment because everyone is riding off the fact of they're being real. You see what I'm saying? 
um, if I get on a song and say I clap somebody, I want you to know I clap somebody. You see what I'm saying? If I get on a song and tell you I got 10 holes I'm running from state to state, you know what I mean, and they bringing in money, then I want you to believe that that's what, what's going on. You see what I'm saying? Like, why would I say it, you know? But then the contradiction comes into play when when those words that you said are being used against you. Now it's like, well, it was only entertainment, it's only music. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's pretty much some fictional type stuff. I'm just, you know, putting this out there. It's not really real. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just like, you can't play both sides of the fence, man. You know what I mean? Like, um, for instance, um, I'm a big fan of Griselda. I love Griselda because I feel like they brought back that old Coogee rap, you know, that that dirty hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? That that real street, grimy hip-hop. And I, I, I love how they flow with it. And, 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 and them boys can rap, you know what I'm saying? Um, you're not telling me the stuff that 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 Benny the Butch, that, you know, um, you know, the, the, the boy Conway, he got the song called stress. You hear what he's saying? Stress. You don't say nothing crazy, but you, you're not telling me the stuff that he's saying is fictional or it's just some movie type stuff. He said that he held his dead baby in his hand. He said that he got, he got hit in his stomach. You know what I'm saying? Messed his liver up and he still drink, you know what I'm saying? Killing his liver. You see what I'm saying? So all of those things are, are are real, you know? So I believe the stuff that these these guys are saying. You know what I mean? Um, that they saying some real some real stuff. Um but I also know that they smart enough to know that the things that they're saying is not gonna get them an indictment because they're not out there right now, this second, doing that stuff that they talking about. Most of that stuff that they talking about is some stuff they probably done in the past before getting to the point of where they at now, because they'll be idiotic, stupid, you know what I'm saying, to actually get the bread that they getting and doing what they doing now and still be doing the stuff that they was talking about that they was doing before they got on. And that's the that's the problem that I have with these dudes now, you know what I'm saying? Um. You know, you can't you can't be this artist making millions and still be in the street. You can't. It just don't work like that, man. You know, and you're going to see a lot more of this going on, because what I try to tell people the same way you on YouTube, looking at videos, checking out different things on YouTube. Don't you think them folks doing the same thing? Them alphabet boys doing the same thing because they see they see the uptick uh, of certain violent crimes and acts in their cities. They see, um, you know, dudes going back and forth. They see dudes uh, killing the quote unquote ops and then going online and making a song about it or dissing the ops. And you know they see all that. You don't think they see that? <laughs> you know what I mean? So they're silently putting together an investigation against all that stuff. You know what I mean? And our young brothers got to be smart enough to not speak on everything that you're doing. 
that's just not smart. Like you wouldn't go out and sell a hundred keys and tell tell all your all your peoples that you're selling a hundred keys. You you wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? So like if you couldn't rap, right? You wouldn't do that. But because you could rap a little bit, you're gonna get on the song and talk about how you you flooded a hundred keys to this city. You know, how how you got this lockdown, how you rolled up on the block and spent the came back around, got two op shot and all it, you know. Like what I mean, I, I don't understand <laughs> I really don't understand the the need for that. You know what I mean? Like, is it a thing of I need to show you how gangsta I am, or I need to show you that how street I am, or I'm this, I'm that. Like, I, I don't understand that. You know what I mean? And for the record, for those of you who follow, um, who check me out, um, I I am on YouTube myself. You know, I do music myself. You know what I'm saying? Um, I rap myself. You know what I'm saying? And I can honestly say everything I do, me, is authentic. It's, it's You'll never hear anything up there where I'm going to talk about, you know, I got, you know, 15 holes and I'm, I'm banging all of them. And, you know what I'm saying? I got, you know, I got pistols and pulling out, running up in dudes crib and, and taking a money. And, you know what I mean? You, 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 you're never going to hear anything like that from me because that's just not the type of artist I am. You know what I mean? To each his own. I'm not dissing anybody else who do this, that, and the third. That's your business. You know what I mean? But I think I just feel like dudes have to become smarter in this day and age. Like everything has to be broadcast. Everything has to be told, you know, um, everything has to be shown. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's just, it's, it's just mind blowing to me, you know? And I just don't understand how dudes, and my man's position gets that kind of money that he's getting, he's getting and still be involved in that criminal activity. You know what I'm saying? To a point where you got them people investigating, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just don't get it. And, um, you know, since then, since, since he, he's got locked up, him and Gunner got locked up. Um, they had a, this this video has been circulating from the million dollars um, worth of game podcast. Shout out to Gilly Wallow, um, where they interviewed Young Thug. You know, had his crew there, what have you. And um, definitely shout out to, to to Wallow, man. Look, we need more brothers like like him. You know what I mean? Brothers who've, you know, it doesn't matter if you. If you've been to prison, you haven't been to prison, but just have that, that heart, that, that drive, that love for your fellow brothers and your fellow sisters, you know what I mean? To want to guide them and motivate them and push them in the right direction to try to give like the game that he given it, it is, it is a million dollars worth of game. Really? You see what I'm saying? If only you take the time and listen and take heed to what the man is saying, you know what I mean? It's nothing. Nothing I've seen from this dude. And I follow my man on the ground. There's nothing I've seen from him, yo, that has been um, negative 
has pushed people in the wrong direction, you know, um, made people want to follow a negative path. It's nothing I've seen with him or heard from him in that, in the way of that, you know what I mean? Like Gilly, you know, he, he funny, you know what I'm saying? He, he brings that, that comedy to it and he real too. Don't get me wrong. Cause he real too. He just as real as wallow, you know? So he'd be giving up game too. Um, but man, brothers, you've got to listen, man. You've got to listen. Now I'm going to let you, let, let you hear this little piece where he's talking to young thug, but he was, he was trying to tell the dudes too, that man, y'all getting more money today than the legends back when. Run DMC, you know, Cool G Rap, you know what I'm saying? LL, you know, um, Rock Him, all of them guys, man. And we all know them dudes can rap. They did their thing, they pioneers, they respected, all of that stuff. But they not, they was not getting the kind of money that these dudes get today. And how do we know? Because number one, y'all show us. You got it all on the ground. You know what I'm saying? You got, you got all your stacks in your hands, you know? Um, so we see it. So we know. So to put yourself in a situation that is going to take you away from your family, that's going to keep you locked up, that's going to cut off your money flow, all of this stuff, it's, 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 it's crazy to even do that. Being in the position that you're in, that means you you don't give a damn about your family, your kids, your future. You see what I'm saying? So anyway, we're going to cut right into this thing real quick. So just listen. It's about a three minute little piece. And then we'll hop on, harp on that like once that finished. So just listen real quick. All right. All right. Here we go. A lot of us, man, we be, uh, we did 20 years, man. I did 20. I did five first, then I did 20. I did five in the juvenile system. I did 20 in the penitentiary. And I went so to, you really did more time in prison than you I ever did, did on, on, the earth, on the earth. That's why a lot of times when some of y'all <laughs> young <laughs> niggas, when some of y'all when some of y'all young niggas in here that still that still be living that shit, I don't be talking to y'all on Instagram as some square ass lame ass nigga. I'm talking to y'all as a nigga that been in a prison yard and see little young boy come in with his tattoos on his face. And he like, OG, oh, like, what's up? You know Keisha from where? I don't know, but that's your mom? Yeah. She said, could you call her? Call her. Man, yeah, he got a shoe. Then I go back, young boy, let me see your paperwork. He's like, yeah, how much time? He's like, what can I, when, I, when I'm going home? See, 2073. Cease. And now, it's, and now all the gangster shit gone. The homie's gone. The bitch is gone. Ain't nobody. So when I'm on there, I'm speaking from a place of trying to get niggas some real game. Cause I'm gonna tell you some shit. Uh, it's lonely than a motherfucker in there. And when life goes on, your family dying. So when I'm seeing the young niggas, and I, you know, certain niggas hit me, I DM and give them some game. I be trying to lay it on it because like, I ain't the nigga that's gonna say, "Hey, young, and take this pistol, take this package." I ain't gonna put you on no dummy mission. And the problem is, so many niggas are scared of y'all. I'm not scared of no young niggas. Because I'm not coming at you in the wrong way. I'm coming at you the way your daddy ain't come at you. The way your, your, your uncle couldn't come at you. Because them niggas was dead in prison. 
So I ain't going to be on the gram talking some sucker shit to you, just like I checked the young nigga in here. I don't know who it was. Like you rappers, like the artists, if you don't want to be an artist, take it to the streets. But don't bring the dumb shit in the game trying to prove that you're a fucking real nigga. And while you proving that you're a real nigga, you're going to finesse yourself out of position and out of opportunity that can change your family and generations in your family life. Y'all getting money that niggas never got, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to stop it right there because that's where the clip ended at. But um, you heard what he said, man. You heard what he said. You know, just let that sink in for a minute. You know what I mean? He said, for the for the brothers in here, if you don't want to be an artist, you want to be in the street, leave it in the street. So to me, I take that to be, you can't do both. You know what I mean? You can't be an artist and be in the street too. Now, has it been dudes who, who, who who's done it? Yeah, probably starting out, trying to get their name out, trying to get their they buzz on, trying to, you know what I mean? Like, I, I really think Benny and them, I really think Benny and them, that's what they was doing. I think they were still, you know, had one foot in the street and still was, was, was trying to make this rap thing work. But I think once they really seen that this rap thing could work and they could do this and we can get more money doing this than what we was doing in that, I think they made the conscious decision to, yo, we got to leave that alone. You know what I mean? We got to leave that alone. And so I, I, I just, I feel like that's the smart thing to do. If you're smart, that's what you're going to do. Because you focus in, I mean, dudes got kids, man. Dudes got families, you know, um, for, for, for a lot of these young dudes that try to make it out of their hood, out of their community, out of where they come from, you know, a lot of times, first thing they want to do is get them, you know, get 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 mama straight. You know what I'm saying? Get get her out the hood. Get get her a nice little spot, little crib. You know, get them a little car. And, you know what I mean? Um, so dudes be thinking about their family. Some dudes anyway. You know. But once you get to that that point, you can't. You 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 gotta focus on that. That, that all that street, all that street mess, man. Ain't nowhere, man. Like, the streets don't love nobody, bruh. Nobody. You know? Um, you know, it's, it's, it, it reminds me, like, um, Tupac had this, this little saying, this, this little thing he said back when. And he was talking about, it's kind of like a damn if I do, damn if I don't kind of thing. And he was saying, you know, he um, if he stay in the hood, he going to get robbed or he going to, you know what I'm saying? He going to basically something going to happen to him because even though the hood claim they love you, hood don't really love you. Like they say they love you. You know what I'm saying? Maybe some people in the hood love you like that, but others, they don't care. They, they, they going to see, you know, they going to see you as, as fresh meat. They going to see you as food because they hungry. You know what I mean? But then as soon as you move out the hood, get the house on the hill, you know, in the burbs, now you a sellout. You see what I'm saying? So it's damned if you do, damned if you don't, you know? But 
dudes have to make the best decision for them and their family. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be damned. I don't care what nobody think about me. You know, I'm going to do what Stan want to do. You know what I mean? So, um, and that's just that. But we just got to we just gotta be smart about the stuff that we doing, stuff that we saying. You know, um, in in the, the, the city that I'm from, I remember um, an incident happened a few years ago. Um, the young boy... His name was Tuan Gotti. Uh, he he rapped, you know what I mean? He was from, from the, the southeast end of the city downtown. Um and it was it was a, a murder, I guess they it, it happened some years back before he even came out with this song. And um so they I guess, you know, the police call themselves doing an investigation and trying to link him to these these two murders that happened downtown and you know in the song he you know he talked he he kind of like almost kind of spelled out what he had done but it's still even when i listen to it still doesn't that didn't say that yo like he did that to them two guys or what have, you know what i mean like um you know it, it could have been anything it could have been another incident i don't know but they tried to hit dude up for those two murders had they done that he'd have been in prison to right now to this day you know what i'm saying till whenever um but they they prosecuted him and they failed to find him guilty on the two murders um they did find him guilty of i guess a gun charge because i don't know if he was a convicted felon or whatever but you know being in possession of a gun we in virginia um that's like automatic five years so they hit him with that so he ended up getting that um but i'm sure he out of prison and all that now you know what i mean but that was that was one of the first cases you know especially locally um that i heard where they were trying to use someone's lyrics to convict them you know what i'm saying and um, I'm telling you, trust me, man, it's going to be a lot more of this. It's going to be a lot more when they, you see what they did to Bobby Smurda. You see it. You know what I mean? Another case, you know, he was spelling out all the stuff that was going on with his, you know, the GS9 or what have you. You know what I mean? What they was doing in Brooklyn. You know, he spelled it out. You know what I'm saying? And, and the song was hot. You know, I remember when that song came out. They was banging that on the radio like crazy, you know, um, dope song, but man, you telling all the business, bro, you know, talking about everything doing, you know, let one go and spin them around and all this other stuff. Like when people listening to all that and they ain't even hip hop fans, they trying to connect the dots. You know what I mean? Y'all making them people work easy, you know? So if you in the street, be in the street, do your street thing, but you ain't got to rap about everything you're doing in the street, man, because it's not worthy of rapping about, you know what I'm saying, some things you just got to be closed-lipped about, you know, um, you know, like they say, real gangsters move in silence, that's for real, and so <laughs> if, if we in this day and age now, ain't too many real gangsters, you know what I'm saying? Because it seemed like all the ones who claim to be gangsters is, you know, 
they they rapping, they putting the joint out there. They letting you know, hey, this is this is this, this is that, this is what we doing, boom, boom, boom. You know what I mean? Kill shot, you know what I'm saying? What Steve Harvey say, shoot you in your chest, I wet you. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, um, this is crazy, man. But we 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 got to we got to buckle down with all that, man. Like it's it's too much of that going on. Just just learn how to be quiet. Don't talk so much. You know what I'm saying? I know you want to rap and let everybody know how hard you are, how tough you are, how many guns you shoot, how many guns you got, how many stacks you got in your safe and all that. All right, cool, man. But damn, just just tone some of that down. You know what I'm saying? For your sake. Not for me, because I really don't care for it anyway. But I mean, for your sake, man, just tone it down. Everybody don't want to hear all that, you know. But them people, oh, they want to hear that so they can pin something on you. And try to take you to court and use your First Amendment. You see what I'm saying? Use your First Amendment against you, you know. Um, and that's just what it is, man. So, and we got to stop trying to trying to um, ride off that, too. It's my First Amendment right to free speech, to say what I want to say. You know, yeah, it's your First Amendment right to free speech. But you have to be conscious of what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Because what you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. Don't they tell you that in the Miranda? All right. Anyway, moving on, man. Um, Yesterday, I'm here chilling. This feed come through on my phone. And um, it's about a, a mass shooting. So I'm like, damn, what's going on? I look, I see Buffalo. I'm like, damn, Buffalo. And I, I just came from New York, but I wasn't in that area. That's, you know, upstate. I, I came from Long Island. But um, I was like, damn, what, what happened out there? And so they had a, a a mass shooting. White boy drove hours. I don't know where he drove from, but he drove hours to uh, Tops, which is a, a grocery store. Was Was armed, heavily armed. Had the body, the body armor stuff on, the hat, all that. Like, he was ready for war. And went in there and just started shooting people, man. You know, killed like 10 people. Then he shot like 12, 13 people, killed like 10. And I was just like, oh, my goodness, bro. Like, really, what's going on? And it turns out, you know, it's still um, very early in, in, I guess, in the investigation and all that. But it looks like it's a hate crime, like it was racially motivated. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know how many stores you probably pass to get to that tops? You know, if you drove for hours to get there. So it means that you was targeting a certain area, certain people, you know, for what? And at the end of the day, it was black and white people who got shot and killed. Probably more black people because it was a black community. Um but it, it's, oh man, that joint is just crazy to me that, you know, and I'm, I'm going to touch on this and some people ain't going to like what I got to say. I, I, I'm a believer in being able to bear arms. I believe we all have the right to that. All right. Um, a little pistol, well, you know, you know, you got the joints, that got the extendos, all that, you know what I mean? Hold 30 and all that type of stuff. All right, whatever. You know, cool. I, I don't see 
where that wouldn't stop a threat, where that wouldn't stop um, a, a situation, you know what I'm saying, um, from happening or something going down. But when you have people that's walking around with assault rifles or modified joints that 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 shooting crazy amount of bullets in a certain amount of seconds and minutes. Like, what's the what's the use for that? What is the need for that? You know what I mean? I would think that's something that the military need on the battlefield. You know what I'm saying? Going against the enemy. You know, that's what I would think. I would think you would need that if you're going against the army. It's you against, you know, against the army, like the purge coming and they all at your front door and they trying to get in. You know, I would think that would be something for that. You know what I mean? But to just walk around with a chopper on the front seat, chopper on the back seat, you know, or you you get out, you know what I'm saying? When they when they shot up young Dolph, one dude had a pistol, the other dude had an assault rifle. Like, you really trying to make sure that man is dead. You know what I'm saying? And and for what? Like, but what's the point? I, I I don't get it, you know? And I just think the amount of guns already is 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 bad that's on the street that's out there. But the kinds of guns is even worse, man. You know what I mean? Like I just think um when you got young kids and you got young black men walking around with access to those kind of weapons. You know, you got dudes who ain't even got a job who could probably get a job, but it's almost like they can get a gun quicker than they can get a job. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, it it, it just be having me tripping, man, because I got kids, you know? Um, And it's just, it's just a sad situation, man. But yeah, back to the, back to the shooting though. Um, the, the the white dude went in there, shot up the the people in the grocery store, and um I did see an interview with this this black brother who um I don't know I, I get I don't know if he's home I don't know what he is but he seemed like he frequent frequents the store quite often um and he said he talked to this this dude the suspect the day before and um he he sat outside with him and talked for like an hour and 45 minutes. And he said they talked about critical race theory. Um, they talked about uh, the beginning of civilization, all this stuff. And he didn't feel threatened by the guy or any of that. Like, uh, he even knew the dude's name. You know what I'm saying? Um, so he had a, a very in-depth conversation with the guy. Um, nothing gave him a red flag to make him think this dude would, you know, do something like that. Um, and that was that. Now, the day which was yesterday when all this happened. Um, he said that he went to the store and he went to buy him a drink. He heard the security guard, which the security guard is a former police officer in, in Buffalo. Um, and so a lot of the police that was on the scene actually know him. Um, he heard the security guard who also too was, was killed in this incident tell everyone in that particular area that that there would be no lingering around the store. There would be no loitering and lingering around the store. And so he said, because he heard that he didn't sit where he would normally sit, which is like a bench right near the store in front of the store. And, um, 
So he, he, he said he went across the street. And so he said while he was there, he sees a guy run up with the gun out. And he was kind of sweeping with his, his rifle. And he was like, he was thinking like, oh, my God. He said he don't have no phone. So he was yelling for people to call the police. Um, they called him. By the time the police came in, uh, I guess the dude was coming out. He had the gun. He said he had the rifle pointed to his chin. And then he took the rifle, put it on the ground, took off the helmet, took off the body armor, and then got on the ground, put his hands behind his back. Um, so that that, that was a, a in-depth story of what happened, a firsthand account from this, this brother that was out there. Um, he also said that he had credits the security guard, um, God bless that man. So, but he said he, he accredits the security guard for actually saving his life, you know, because had he been sitting on that bench, you know, that man probably would have rolled up and shot him too, even though he sat and had an hour and 45 minute conversation the day before, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, just events like that, man, it's just sad. You know what I mean? Because the young boy, 18 years old, first of all, where did he get them guns from? Where did he get the body armor? All of that stuff. Where did he get that from? That's that's the question. And then secondly, what motivated him to drive hours to a place that he's not from, to another community? What made him pick that community? That community to shoot up, you know, people in the grocery store. And you know, the, the, the world is sad when I can't go to the grocery store and make, not even groceries, just pick up some juice or, or pick up something that I, I need or want from the store without getting shot at, without getting killed. Think about that, man. You know what I mean? Like I shouldn't have to lose my life going to the grocery store. Okay? Yeah, that just made me a little fired up, man. So you have to excuse me. I'm I'm just a little passionate about life. You know what I'm saying? But um anyway. It's just a sad situation, man. Look, we we got to do better. We got to do all of us, man. All of us. Black, white, Asian, Puerto Rican. Haitian, whoever, man, we, we just got to do better. You know what I mean? Like, we live in this world together. Why is there so much hate and destruction and, you know, just so much against each other? For what? I just don't get it. And it, it, it just, it, it makes me mad when I think about it, man. You know, um... They say one person can't change the world, and, and they can't, you know. But, man, if all of us get on the same page, we could we could change something, you know. It, 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 it makes you wonder, someone that's 18, 18 years old, you, you haven't even really begun to live life yet. What drives a person that's 18 years old to do something like that? And then on the flip side, what 
drive someone that's 17, 18 years old to walk up on the street and shoot in a bodega or walk up and, and uh, or drive in a car and get to shooting at some people on the block. Like what what drives someone to do that? What 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 is what makes you feel like that's something that you have to do or that was the thing to do or that was cool to do? Like what makes you want to do that? I don't know. I, I don't know. But um anyway, man, I done touched on a few things, a few topics, and um I'm gonna go ahead and end it right there. Um one thing that I I haven't been putting out in some of my podcasts is contact information and I apologize for that. Um look, if you're listening and I'm always looking for interviews with whoever, it really doesn't matter. You don't have to be anybody in particular. I like to hear stories. I like to know um, about people. Um, I like to have meaningful conversations about whatever, just to know what other people think about certain things, you know, um, certain situations, um, what have you. You know what I'm saying? It, it doesn't matter who you are, color, race, whatever. None of that stuff matters. Um, I, I just like good people, like good conversation. And I invite you to be on the show. Um, so if you would like to be on the show, you can reach out to me at something to say at gmail.com. And that's S O M N T O S A Y at gmail.com. And so um, drop me a line. Uh, let me know who you are, how to get in contact with you. And I would definitely be in contact with you. And we can, you know, rap. Like I said, we can talk about anything. I, I say rap. Usually when I say rap, that means talk. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, but we can rap about whatever, man. It really doesn't matter. So, if you're interested in any kind of way, give me a shout. I'm always down. And we'll put it together. And um, we'll have a good podcast episode about whatever. All right? Till next time, man. As I always say, please... Treat others the way you would like to be treated. Again, please treat others the way you would like to be treated. All right? Y'all be safe out there. Take care of each other. Take care of yourself. And um, spread more love and less hate, man. All right? All right, man. This has been your boy, Stan B, for something to say. Thank you for tuning in. And y'all definitely have a good afternoon, night, day week, month, so forth. Till next time. All right. Peace.